Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. everyone. It's Wednesday again, and I'm really excited to be here. I am using my phone again. Turns out that it, I understand now what happened. I know last week I was a bit confused because suddenly my phone was working here, but I am on the Wi-Fi calling. And because there's no service at all from AT&T, the Wi-Fi calling activated and Voila, I was able to get on last week, and I heard it was really clear, so I'm doing it again this week. Now, this week I am repeating the show I did on April 26, 2017, just about a month ago. It was one of the two that had technical difficulties, so I am repeating it this week simply because I'm in a situation where printing out a new show, because I do print everything out that I do on the On the show, Um, I still haven't figured that whole thing out. So hopefully by next week, things will settle down and I will have a new show for you, Um, some new material that I hadn't done at all, although the one with technical difficulties I never did post on on my website, and I do believe we have taken them off Blog Talk Radio because they weren't, they just weren't so good. Anyway. I hope everyone is having having a great summer, and I know mine is terrific. It's just been fabulous. There's been a lot going on in Vermont that I haven't shared with you. So well, one thing I can, can tell you is that I was on TV on Friday. It was pre-taped, so they haven't been, they haven't been shown yet. Four TV shows for Vermont Public Access. And I did it on Soul Evolution. I think I mentioned last week I was going to be doing it. Well, I did do it. So the shows are now being edited, and there'll be one a week for the next, I think, starting next week. I'm not sure exactly the day it airs. Not that any of you will access it, most likely, but it was exciting to me. It was on Soul Evolution because the woman who hosts the show really is a very passionate animal activist and so she was interested in having some higher self information related to animals so that's what we did and it was tremendous fun and I'm really glad to have done it anyway now I do want to just mention again I keep saying it that you can access my shows more than on my website they sometimes don't get posted very quickly on my website which is higherselfvoice.com but you can also get them on Blog Talk Radio, and you would put in Higher Self Voice, I believe, or my name. I'm not sure on Blog Talk, but you can get them on your phone, guys. If you have a fairly up-to-date phone, an iPhone or a Android or a Samsung, there is a podcast app comes automatically on the iPhone, but I believe on the Samsung and the Android, you have to download it. On those two, it's called CastBox, 
and all three of them have the same purple logo with a microphone in the center. They, it is free, and if you put in Higher Self Voice, you will get my shows. So I wanted to just let people know because podcasts these days seem to be the big thing, and voila, you can get mine too. Okay. So I want to do the show related to the Earth's soul, the Earth's soul mind detox, and that's for all of us. And this information was brought in on March 20th, 1994. And I do want to just let you all know, in January, on the 17th of 1994, in the L.A. area, we had that big earthquake. It was registered 6.7 on the Richter scale. And the day of the show, of the day of the, <laughs> the material that came in that I'm using for the show, March 20th, we had a an aftershock of 5.3. Now, we had many, many aftershocks, hundreds and thousands of aftershocks after the main earthquake. But aftershocks in the five-point-something weren't that common. So we had one that day. I don't know exactly how where it fit in the day. I don't remember that part. But the higher selves came through with information about the evolutionary thrust and how it affects the earth. And I find it to be very interesting because it's not only related to just that incident or just that location, but it's also, or just to the earth, the information today is related to how it affects us as well. Now, I do want to just mention that the healing and the amalgamation today that Joan did was very, very short. I don't know why. I don't know if it was just because we didn't transcribe the whole thing. But anyway, it is very short. But, of course, I, as usual, I will be doing a healing at the end, and we will be having that very important energy field set up. And that energy is just – it's it's maybe – it may seem like a small way, but it is a significant way for us to help the souls all around the planet and in the human kingdom universe. So I do look forward to doing it simply for that reason. We may never know the individual souls that we're helping, but all that we do makes a difference. I want to be really clear on that. Okay. Let me start with Jones, uh, bring us into one accord. Okay. Let's all quiet our minds. And in this state of quiet, let us consciously focus our attention on the light within ourselves. Each of you understands that that light within is a symbol energy that connects you at the pure soul essence level with the originating source and with all life on all levels. Let us be that light now. Let's take a moment within the healing circle to place ourselves and any other we are aware of where healing is needed at any level into that healing circle. Let us take a moment to place within the healing circle the collective fear of all the individuals in Southern California area so that this fear can be neutralized into tranquility and peace and harmony. For we know and understand that fear goes out as a negative into the astral and helps create the very thing that is feared. So as beings of light, let's each of us stand as the presence of light and heal 
these fears as they relate to earthquakes, the fear of the earthquakes, the fear of doomsday, the fear of the big one, the fear of crime, fear of change, any fear at all that has been triggered, that is processing, let us ask that all of those fears be neutralized. Let us also place within the healing circle the confusion about the energy as it relates to the frequency shift and the process within each, and the process each individual undergoes. For in this process, for those who do not know what is occurring, there is much fear. So we want to transmute the fear of confusion in our lives and the lives of others. Let's ask that the emotional objectivity the purity of the emotional nature that we all strive for be forthcoming and that it does so easily, effectively, and efficiently and that we each reach that highest level of higher heart consciousness energy so that we stand as pure love for the souls on this planet and the souls on any other planet. The higher selves come in kind of kiddingly and say that the aftershock was the lion roaring at the end of March. As we move forward into the renewal of spring, they will address today the processes of what is occurring as it pertains to the conditions of the frequency shift and the response of Mother Nature to these conditions. Okay, higher selves. To refresh your memory, the frequency shift is a process whereby the originating source is making an evolutionary leap in its own evolution, moving us from a lower energy vibration into a higher energy vibration. And in this process, everything is accentuated and sped up, the individual's process and the process of the mother planet. Anything that is felt or experienced as this frequency shift continues in the momentum of the leap, everything feels far more intensified and everything responds to this much higher frequency. So that the response of the individuals would be that of feeling everything more intensely, feeling the emotional detox that each individual undergoes more, more intensely and feeling the processes of the mother planet more intensely. In the mother planet vibration, she too is processing the frequency shift. And just as the three lower kingdoms are instinctively willed by connection to the originating source, the mother planet, or mother planets, should we say, are also instinctively willed by connection to the originating source so that this mother planet that houses and nurtures and nourishes the life upon it is in sync with the originating source, but with an appropriate rate of speed to comfortably house and nurture and nourish the individuals upon it. The mother planet then is also in the process of paralleling the evolutionary leap of the originating source And in the planet's process, there is shifting and balancing within her physical body. And it is in this respect you see and feel and experience earthquakes on the West Coast. The eruptive influence of of volcanoes and weather patterns that seem to continue to seek and search for a balance of some sort process. It is as if the California area because it is harmonized to earthquake activity, 
Joan breaks in here and says, harmonized? Now, isn't that interesting? Okay, to repeat, in this process, it is as if the California area is, it, it is as if the California area, because it is harmonized to earthquake activity, it could be said to be the demonstrated principle of how to deal with situations over which individuals have no control. It's interesting to note that the United States is riddled with earthquake faults, some far more dangerous and larger than the San Andreas Fault in the California area. It's also interesting to note that the entire mother planet is riddled with such earthquake faults so that as California stands demonstrated in the harmony of the activity for situations, not necessarily just earthquakes, that are out of control of individuals, it sends a signal to the other parts of the planet. For instances, for instance, for in all instances in the United States outside the California area, there is very little understanding of earthquakes and absolutely no preparation for earthquake activity. I want you guys to keep in mind this was in 1994, 23 years ago. There is certainly some awareness now, I would say, especially in the Pacific Rim area, um, maybe parts of South America, more understanding and pre-preparation is happening there. Also, it's interesting that California experiences other disasters, such as wildfires and mudslides and floods, and up north, of course, there are blizzards and avalanches and things like that as well. Okay, yourselves. Additionally, the areas within the United States that are involved in the weather patterns where storms and activities occur that are outside of the individual's control, with rare exceptions, there is little pre-preparation that has been carried out in order to handle large disasters of this sort. In areas that deal with tornadoes and hurricanes, even though these are known seasonal occurrences, there still is not the energy put into pre-preparation as far as restructuring of the buildings, etc. So that while it may be fearful to stand in the center of the shaking mother planet, you are safe in this element and probably safer in this element than you would be in many of the other occurrences that are known to be part of the seasonal patterns, but for which little preparation has been processed. Okay, Janet, I found this very interesting. Um, of course, now there is a lot more pre-preparation. Again, I want to remind you this was 23 years ago. And what they're saying is they're talking to us in the California area just on the day we'd have this, this aftershock. So they are specifically um, and generally talking about earthquakes and pre-preparation for that, but they are moving it to the, the bigger issue of pre-preparation for all disasters, even those that are seasonable, seasonal and, can, and have some reasonable expectations to be recurring. And even with those, there wasn't as much, and it wasn't at the time, maybe there is now, uh, as much preparation. Now, I just found it was really interesting that they said that here in the California area, we have harmonized with earthquake activity. When I first heard it in 94, it didn't sink into me as much as it did upon rereading it and re planning to redo it for 
this radio show. And now it dovetails with a lot of stuff that I've learned since I first heard it. First of all, some of you may know, but many others do not, that after each disaster problem in the L.A. area going back literally decades, probably a century or more, the building codes keep changing to give more and more safety to its citizens. And it is often oriented to the earthquakes, but it is not just oriented to the earthquakes. California has a lot of hillsides and a lot of mudslides and a lot of problems, and so the housing community is very, very in tune now with requirements, geological requirements and safety measures for homes built in the hills, et cetera, et cetera. Um, In addition, Los Angeles, specifically, I know more about Los Angeles than the rest of California, so I, I can speak about that, but in L.A., the... L.A. has developed its emergency response team training to the point where members of the fire departments, et cetera, are invited to other cities in the country to help train their departments in disaster uh, planning and also to other countries. So we, and also we have some of the best firefighting teams. You know, we have a lot, a lot of fires in California and we have some of the best in the country and when there are massive fires in other states, we send our teams out, of course. And there's also an organization here called CERT. It stands for Community Emergency Response Team. And it teaches civilians things to do in many different types of emergencies, not just earthquakes, but fires, and teaches triage and, and CPR and just how to deal with everything as best they can on a civilian basis. So it's a seven-week course, or it was when I, I took it, and it's just fabulous. And so it was started here in 86. It's graduated almost 60,000 civilians, and they do also go to other cities to introduce this program so that other cities will have the CERT program as well. Um, I did take CERT, as I mentioned, in 2005 to be in a more effective part of the neighborhood disaster program that I set up. I don't know if I've ever told you guys, if you did hear that show that was, you know, I have, I'm redoing, you would have heard this. But many, many years ago, I believe in around uh, 2004, I was out walking in that neighborhood, in my neighborhood at the time, after Hurricane Ivan wiped out the Caribbean island of Grenada. And I had been to Grenada, and I had stopped by the neighbors, and we discussed it for a time because we were very upset about what was happening with the hurricane. And after I left her to continue my walk, for the next hour the higher south came in, and they downloaded on me this concept of a neighborhood disaster plan. Now, I went home after I got it and typed it up. It was 10 or 15 pages, you know, single space. It was a massive plan. And because the higher self brought it to me, I thought, oh, it's probably very important. (laughs) I started to introduce my neighbors to it. And eventually, I became head of the neighborhood working with and participating in the neighborhood watch 
uh, and getting that. It was set up in parts of the neighborhood, but I brought it to the entire neighborhood of 135 homes. And I installed the neighborhood disaster plan there. And the I'll tell you about the plan in a second, but some council members discovered it, put put it up on their website, the neighborhood councils, that I think there are, I don't know, 30 or 35 neighborhood councils all over the L.A. area. They took it, they liked it, so they uh, had me be on TV, <laughs> you know, like local access type show to talk about it. And so it was bringing out there in around 2005, 2006, a way to prepare for disasters. And one of the things I did was it went so it went beyond each household having enough water and batteries and food to last for three days or a week or whatever was you know recommended at the time to having the neighborhood itself prepare. So I contacted with help, I didn't do it all myself, all the homes. We got connected by email, and there was a simple form for people to check out, having all the skills they needed. For example, are, are they good with are they good with contracting, work, woodworking, or whatever? Do they have any medical skills? Do they have any generators? Do they have any extra beds? Do they have any special needs in the home, like small children or pets or someone who is, you know, infirm? Um, do they have a generator? <laughs> Do they have generators and all of that? And so once we got those forms filled out, we started building teams. So we had a search and rescue team for people who were familiar with, you know, buildings and how they work and moving through uh, things that were falling apart. Uh, we had a, a walkie-talkie team. We had a triage team, et cetera, et cetera. And it may seem overly prepared, but in fact, when we have an earthquake, within about five minutes, the majority of all the emergency response teams move to the epicenter, move to the areas that are most hit, and the, the neighboring areas for miles and miles around, basically, we're hit too, but we don't have access to the emergency teams, even if we could at that time with a phone system down you know, call anybody, there would be very few people available. So the neighbors themselves are the response team guys. So that's what we did. Anyway, it turned out as I was living there, um, when I was living there, we never did have to jump into action. And I left there in 2012, and it hasn't been continually kept up. However, now all the neighbors have the concept, or most, there's been a few changes, of course, in home ownership, et cetera. And I've talked to various people over the last few years since I moved out, and they all say, you may not be here keeping us organized, but, boy, we know that as neighbors to one another, we are going to be there for one another and help one another, and we have a lot of the concepts that you shared with us at our fingertips. So if we don't do these things, if we don't set them up, even if they kind of go by the wayside and they aren't, prime, you know, work being worked on in the moment, they, they're in people's minds. They have those concepts. They understand that they're not alone. And maybe two or five houses down, 
they may not have any that much damage, but the house five houses down may have damage, and maybe they're going to get a few people around to go check the houses around them. They may not have a search and rescue team put into place anymore or, or ready to go with the walkie-talkies, but they do have the concept. So anyway, the LA area did recover very fast after that 94 quake. It was unbelievable. And the upgrades to, because with every quake, we find more buildings, more bridges, more roads that need to be updated and upgraded. And they were going really fast until the economy slowed down starting in 2008, 9, and 10. But there is, again, with the you know, the great improvement of the economy over the last few years, there has, they've returned to really taking care of the foundation of the city and making them, as, making it as safe as they can. You know, we can't keep up 100%, but we're doing a pretty good job. And, of course, we do know that there are areas all over when big storms or natural disasters hit that they aren't prepared uh, in the U.S., for example, we have the complete devastation from the Hurricane Katrina in Louisiana and the surrounding states. They're still recovering, but everyone has moved in and jumped in to help, and there's still help going on down there. And, I, you know, that's true all over the world. When there is a disaster, it's like the best comes out in everyone, and everyone jumps in to help, which is great. But bottom line, to get back to today's show, it's so interesting because I now can relate to the higher self saying that we've harmonized <laughs> with the earthquakes here at, in a specific but in a more general way, we are prepared. You know, every single one of our parks or many of the parks in L.A. have big bins with uh, first aid uh, materials and water and things like that. So people who are having to leave wherever they li live and they tend to go to the parks, there is stuff right there for people to use to help themselves. I mean, it is, it's really, as a higher self, you're probably safer in this LA area. At least that's what was back in those days. Now it could be very different because, um, because as I said, I'm sure many, more and more places are moving uh, with the, Preparation. Okay, so let's go back to the higher selves. Mother planet will process more earthquakes simply because in the frequency shift, there is the need for the mother planet to balance her own body. There will be continuing shifts in weather patterns, continuing shifts of instability in other areas. For as the frequency shift occurs, it becomes more and more difficult to predict what these situations and conditions will be, even where such situations have been in the past much more predictable. Additionally, remember that you are a reflection of Mother Planet and of the originating source, and in this respect, there is shifting within your own body, which you could view as your own personal earthquake, as Mother Nature within you attempts to assist you in your transformational process. In the overall pattern of the frequency shift, the energies and energy that will ultimately see each of you carrying the dual soul nature move to a more refined state of physical vibration and a more refined state at the soul mind level in the facade. 
For again, just as California stands demonstrated for preparation, you will stand demonstrated to the world at large for preparation of their own transformational process. Janet. Okay, this is me, guys. The higher selves are using the wording here maybe a bit funny. By stand demonstrated, it simply means that just like California is harmonized with the planet and is demonstrating to the other parts of the world how to pre-prepare for disasters, we too, fifth dimensionals carrying that dual soul nature, will be demonstrating the transformational process of the physical body. And they do go on here to explain this a little more, so I'll continue. Higher selves. The frequency shift at one level will appear and does appear to bring out the worst. You see those that are speaking peace, pulling back and going to war again. You see ups and downs and what appears to be more crime than ever being forthcoming. But you must always remember that each individual soul is processing within the frequency shift to the degree of evolution that that soul holds. In this specific case, because everything is being accelerated and sped up, the intensity of what these souls are processing, processing, whether it be crime, whether it be great spiritual awareness, these processes are sped up and encapsulated in a far more intense vibration than ever before. The upside to this pattern is that the speed up will accelerate the processing that will cleanse and purify that that plays out in this vibration, which is perceived as negative. So that the end result, again, will be that of a more refined, more consciously spiritual vibration than has ever been known before on this. Each individual, because you're fifth dimensionals, you go ahead to prepare the way. In this process, you move ahead of the true fourth dimensional simply because your energy runs at a higher rate of speed than the energy of the human community. So that the frequency shift is not the same and does not produce the same end results for each and every individual on the planet. As those who go before, each of you stand at this point in time in various stages of moving toward the higher body consciousness, higher soul mind consciousness, and certainly higher heart consciousness. In this respect, you are in the human community. You agreed prior to coming in that you would follow the processes exactly the way the humans follow any given process as far as the rules and regulations are concerned. Even though each of you has in your past, when you were still truly human eons ago, gone through this process of transformation, you are again in the human community at this point in time. And in order to demonstrate to the human community what that process is and how it works, each of you must go through it, through this on your own, individually and at your own specific rates of speed. Ultimately, and far more quickly than the human community, each of you will balance and harmonize with the mother planet. In this respect, you will greatly accelerate the patterns of health and stamina within the physical body and help you anchor within the tip physical body a higher level of body power and body strength and body energy. 
this same process of going before will see each of you ultimately connecting to the purely human vibration of your facade soul. For the human nature you observe on this planet is not pure human nature. It is the animal nature still at war and in conflict with the human nature. By demonstrating within your own heart center the purity of human nature, you will have demonstrated out of your facade soul, higher heart consciousness energy, the divine love energy, and the divine love energy. This will ultimately prepare each of you for what could be viewed as the polar flip. Okay, Janet. Keep in mind that as fifth dimensional carrying the human facade soul, we already, and I'm just repeating what the higher self just said in case you missed it, we are already carrying the purity of this human nature. From the beginning, when we took on the facade soul over that true soul essence, de-intensified aspect that we carry and that we came in with, we took on that facade soul and it was already at the highest level, the highest purity and perfection of the human soul. We didn't have animal nature to assimilate. It had already been done. So therefore, when we go through our process of moving to the purity of the human nature, we are not going through a process of learning lessons in order to move into that purity. Instead, we are not also working to assimilate the animal nature. Instead, we're moving to re- we are removing the energetics to uncover and allow us to connect with the purity we're already carrying. So our process is slightly different in that way because the true humans are, as I said, are taking steps forward to move into the purity of their human nature. They don't have it yet. They still carry that animal nature, which needs to be assimilated. And this was all explained in the prior show uh, from that I'm repeating, so it was on April 19th, 2017, that the show on this animal nature thing, uh, this information was given. So you can go back and get more details and you'll understand it more from that show. But I, I just wanted to reiterate that there is a slight, we have to agree with the do, rules and regulations, so we have to go through the soul mind detox of that facade soul just like the true humans are doing, but we are doing it to uncover the purity of the soul, not to reach the purity like true humans are doing. We had to do it before. We know that process. We've been there. We have a slightly different one, but we still have to go through the soul mind detox so that we can stand in that purity, okay, that we already carry. Now we're going back to the higher selves, and they're going to give us a few previews. All right. Many of you have heard of the polar flip as it pertains to the doomsday of the planet, when the planet will flip end-to-end and relocate its poles, as the thought goes, when in reality the polar flip for the mother planet in this frequency shift and the polar flip for each of you will occur through the heart center. 
This means simply that the three lower chakras, symbolically speaking, will move up through the heart center and connect at the crown. Also, the three higher chakras will move through the heart center and connect at the base. Symbolically speaking, the heart center then flips and the amalgamation of the pure human nature, in in your case, meaning in the case of the souls carrying the dual soul nature, with the true soul the true soul nature will be in place. So let me read that again. Symbolically speaking, the heart center then flips and the amalgamation of the pure human nature will be in place. Janet, for us, the polar flip will connect us to our fifth dimensional true soul essence, nature. And there'll be more on the polar flip in some future show. I don't have anything planned, but it it is related to a whole arena of material I have not shared on the show as yet, and I will get to it at some point. (laughs) Don't know yet, but in any case, we're going to go back to the higher selves. This then sets the stage for complete transformation of the physical body while it is still alive and in the state of viable beingness. This does not mean you will transform to become that androgynous being of light. For as many as much as many of you yearn for this to be the last time around in your voluntary mission, you are still for the most part committed for many, 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 many years of service. You will, however, in this transformational process, be part of the completion of this frequency shift, this evolutionary leap, and the human kingdom will have reached a point of standing in a more refined, harmonious state, having reached a point of being able to discern the animal nature from their own pure human nature. Even the animal kingdom will process and become more like a thinking individual and the process will continue. This means that within the frequency shift, when each of you has reached the highest level of the frequency shift, it will no longer be necessary to lay aside the physical body in the form of death in order to incarnate and be placed on another planetary system for you will regain a portion of your fifth dimensional abilities that will allow you to think and be whatever or wherever it is that you are thinking. So to recap, everything that is occurring as far as the mother planet is concerned will continue to occur. It will appear from time to time to become far more intensified as the shifting of the mother planet seeks its balance that everything is as it should be. Everything is in place at the right time to be or do whatever it should be or should be doing, and there is ultimate harmony. Okay, Joan at this point comes in and makes a comment. As I see it, it's like the mother planet is giving birth to itself, to herself in this frequency shift to a higher level. And so all this stuff we are seeing and will be seeing is like labor pains. You will all be going through it, and you all are going through it and will be going through it. These, those are your labor pains, but it's nothing to be feared. It is to be known that any soul that has made the decision to lay aside the physical body for whatever reason will do so. They may do it in an earthquake or in a snowstorm or maybe on an airplane. It's a soul, soul's choice that is at work here. And the process, again, is that of demonstrating. And through demonstrating, sending out the energy 
of preparation to those areas in the world who are unprepared, even the situations that are unpredictable. Okay, so at this point, a discussion comes up and someone asks the question about the polar flip. Can you please explain the polar flip and how will that come around? And Joan says, I have no idea. (laughs) It's a symbolic thing, a very real occurrence, and they've never given me, I think today, was more information about it than I've ever had before. The mother planet will go through her polar flip the same way, the chakras shifting through the heart center, as as we will the fifth dimensionals in place at this point in time. So why the poles won't shift end to end, it will be through the heart center. Now, this is me talking. Um, And I said this, I believe, I don't know if I, I honestly don't remember if I said this in the, back in the, because I I often come across comments that I made in the discussions back when. I think I wrote this recently. But the transformation of the body while it's living and breathing is part of the higher heart consciousness concept. Jesus slash Marias, if you recall in the series I did in his own words that I started toward the end of 2016 and connect and continued in 2017, um, he aborted the mission because the humanities, there were many reasons, but one of the main reasons was the humanities on the planet were not ready for the highest frequency of the higher heart consciousness concept he was supposed to have if he had done the frequency if he had infused the concept at it at the highest level he was supposed to transform the body while it's living and breathing to demonstrate to the humanities that it is possible it did not happen at that point in time so one of the reasons so many of us are present on the planet and we're in place now, is that we are to demonstrate this to the humanities. And so we are going through this soul-mind detox. We are responding to the evolutionary thrust in a very intense way to bring our bodies to the higher, lighter, um, more pure place so that we are able to eventually demonstrate that polar flip. Where and, and demonstrate that we do not need to lay aside the body. Um, right now, we are in process of enduring those personal physical earthquakes, you know, within our own bodies to bring us to the point of the polar flip. And I have one, uh, I have known about this for a long time. And I have to say, I do look forward to it happening. Uh, anyway, so that's the end of the information just want to check yeah everything seems to be working i hope this is coming across clear and i would like to do a healing today uh last time i did healing on the planet i don't remember anything about it that was not captured at all because of the technological problems but it was incredible is all I remember. It was just this incredible thing, and I don't know what's going to come up. I doubt it's going to be recreated in exactly the same way. It, I just doubt that completely, but whatever comes up, I'm leaving it to the higher self. So 
with that, I'm going to ask each of you to oh, just take a few deep breaths. And anyway, before I get into the healing, I hope you understood today's thing well. Remember, you can always email me. I forgot to say this in the beginning of the show at jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. That's J as in Janet, V, two Vs, Victor, Victor, M as in Mary, Richmond, jvvmrichmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D, at gmail.com. Please email me if you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, a desire for a healing. I'm happy to do personal healings. I did have one that I promised for today, but because I don't have a printer, I have no. I just don't have a way to access it to make it easily convenient for myself to do on the show. Because I, you know, how I like to read what the person says and all of that. So hopefully by next week, I'll have the printer situation figured out, and we'll be able we'll be able to do that healing. So today, I'm going to do the healing on the planet, as I said, but really. I want to really make, you know, give you all the option to have the personal healing for yourself or for a loved one or for a group or for a situation or condition, something difficult is going on in your lives or you want me to work on whatever around the globe, just please, please let me know. Okay. So let's go. Um, I want everyone to take a few deep breaths. Begin to quiet your minds. Bring, begin to bring that focus of attention right to the right here, right now. Simple technique is simply to listen to my voice and allow you to absolutely hone in that focus of attention. We all have it. It's a very, it's a tool that we have that we all come well equipped with for the most part. And this tool is essential because it is that turn-on switch that allows us to turn on, activate, give permission to the divine energies that we carry, that we have access to, to call them into that, this free will kingdom and have them do the healing. Not me doing anything magically healing for you. I'm simply a, a voice <laughs> just bringing you to the point where you are focusing, bringing you to the point where you are in charge of your own healing and allowing you to get to things perhaps you might not have thought of or understood as yet. And eventually each and every one of you will take these things on for yourself. And of course you can always replay the healings I do on any show and you can use those as a start to any healing for yourself, put it on pause and just keep allowing those Whatever, you, whatever comes up in your mind that you want to let go of, that you want to neutralize, you want to bring into balance, a heal or whatever, you can continue to, to do that. Now, even though I am working today on the planet, I do want to give you a quick reminder that we also are having our own personal earthquake comes up for the planet, or even if it doesn't come up for the planet, each and every one of you, as you move into the state of amalgamation, everything is on the table. All of your own personal earthquakes can certainly be let go of, can be released, can be neutralized. And while we all also focus and help the planet, and I'm sure that as is the norm, we will also be helping all the planets 
that house life forms uh, around the universe or as many planets as possible. I don't know all, but a lot. So with that in mind, we're bringing the focus of attention in, and I'm seeing, I'm already seeing things being set up. The listeners, past, present, and future, have moved in. The conglomerate higher selves have moved in. The uh, we're all activating the pure soul essence, the light within. We are all activating it for the most part. I am also seeing, as I have seen few times before that there are many souls, other fifth dimensionals for the most part, I'm thinking, around the globe that are taking place in the healing. So it's not so much around the circle of the rim of the symbolic wheel that I've used many times in the past, but it's more a global phenomenon where I'm seeing the building and the growing of the columns of light or the beacons of light that are coming from each and every one of us. Even though we might not be conscious of each other, the, we're very much connected at the pure soul essence level and at the true soul essence level. Keep in mind we're all here for the same reason, the mission to help the four lower kingdoms to accelerate and facilitate their evolutionary process. And so many of us are on the planet here because we have a big job. We volunteered. We're not any more elite, any more special, any more whatever than anybody else. And I cannot emphasize that enough. But we've been around a little bit longer, so we have evolved into that fifth dimensional uh, fifth dimension. We have volunteered. And because we volunteered, this is very much a part of that Oh, fifth dimensional mission. As I'm talking, I'm seeing other lights around the globe going on. It's as if the call went out and maybe people didn't pick it up at that instant, but as the call gets louder and louder and more, more quote unquote, true soul essence and pure soul essences become activated, it's like the call gets so loud that people who didn't hear it the first time around at that unconscious level are now hearing it and so the amount of souls around the planet I have no clue of the numbers but there are a tremendous amount of lights it's becoming a gigantic array of this beautiful pure soul essence light the uh, we're all amalgamated with the strike that we're all we've all created this and encompassed the totality of who we are in that pure soul essence light. That means we have become one with, and I'm starting to call it the divine amalgamation. When we call in these divine energies, it includes the divine energies of the originating source of all there is and of all life, the pure soul essence that each of us carry, the true soul essence of the fifth dimensional carrying the dual soul nature, the purity of the facade soul. It is the total and all of the soul aspects, known and unknown, the totality of each and every one of us at the soul level is included in this beautiful light. We are standing centered in our own light. The divine amalgamation is alive and well on the planet. And now I'm going to ask all of us, we want to, first, we want to, Envision, see, send as the totality of the conglomerate higher selves because they are also part of this. 
we're all amalgamated with our own higher self and with the higher selves of all the others that are present and other higher selves that have come in to help as well. There is a conglomerate energy field here that's very powerful, and we want to send the higher self that already started long ago. I can't talk fast enough to keep up with them, and they're sending the light to every single soul on this planet. We are also becoming one with the pure soul essence of the planet itself. We want to stand in harmony with the planet as much as possible. We are paralleling Terry's system of the soul mind detox. We are, and we want to be as harmonized with the pure soul essence of the planet so that we can be working with one another, cooperating with the energies of one another, facilitating the uh, the detox for one another. Um, and so we always want to have that pure soul essence connected with us at all times. And remember that carries the divine material balance, which is a very hugely balancing energy. It's all the souls upon this planet wouldn't be here literally if that energy wouldn't benefit them in some way. So we are at that pure soul essence of the planet Earth is also growing and becoming and amalgamating with the totality of all of us so that that energy is part of this amalgamation. It's very, very beautiful. And okay, okay. The higher selves are indicating that we're all being placed within a symbolic but very, very, very real symbol. And I've used it in the past. If you've ever heard any of my old shows, if you've read my first book, I use it, I think, quite quite a bit in the first book. It is a symbolic diamond. Now, it is not, the sides of the diamond is are not solid. There's this energetic diamond, which means it can be as big as it needs to be, and it's two four-sided pyramids base to base, and it's symbolic of the originating source of all there is, okay? It's symbolic, and so we're all being placed within this symbolic diamond it's as if we've moved into the womb of originating source you know how many different images have i brought to you guys the concept is the same we're being held the diamond is way bigger than the planet i mean it's huge um, and the sides are energetic they're shimmering there's multicolors. every color every color every shape every particle of knowledge, the totality of all there is, is represented in every facet, every element, every aspect of this symbolic diamond, and we're being held right in the center of this diamond. So we have symbolically plugged in in a different way into this very powerful symbol. Now, I do want to explain that every section of the universe is quote-unquote ruled by a different symbol. And our section of the universe, and I don't, I'd have to remind myself more of the information about this. I don't particularly know why and wherefores, but our section of the universe I know is ruled by the pyramid. It's a very, very powerful symbol for us. And the it simply means that the a lot of transfer of energy comes in through the pyramid shape. It isn't a it isn't a you know um, coincidence that we have the Egyptian concept uh, is one of the concepts that was is infused on every planet. It did not go at the highest level like none of the concepts on our planet did. But there you have the pyramids, guys, and there's pyramids, of course, in South America and other places. So um, 
they are manifesting in the material world the oops <laughs> the symbol you know materially the this pyramid so we're standing two pyramids base to base just in this kind of fluid brilliant unbelievably powerful symbol and now what's happening is instead of just our light going out as I've seen it stream through the universe you've heard me say that over and over again the symbol of the pyramid is expanding to encompass the totality of the universe known and unknown yeah so we are in essence extending the energies that we all carry in a different way and we are bringing the totality with us and all the souls in the universe, known and unknown, um, in body and out of body, whatever form they take, however they are expressing, have access to this incredibly powerful, beautiful energy. And um, so instead of seeing people like, or, or souls lined up partaking the energy like I've seen before, it's actually operational in a little bit different way. Um, The higher selves are just bringing the energy to the totality of all souls. The souls that are ready will partake of the energy, pull it into their soul space, will utilize it in their own timing, but it is in essence an expansion of what we were doing. And the other thing is that we are also encompassing the totality of the astral within this. So the astral too is getting the benefit and the... um, the benefit of this energy field within the diamond and this is a good thing so the higher selves are also working with the astral wow okay okay so anyway that is ongoing but I want to come back to this planet now please understand that as I'm working on this planet that this healing now that the energy is encompassing the totality of the universe, okay, let's just be really grandiose in our healings now. I don't mean to be, but I have to speak out what comes to me. Uh, I learned that quite a while ago, and I speak it out whether it makes sense to anyone or seems like, oh, is she, uh, you know, la-di-da or something. I, I don't mean to be that way. But because we have encompassed the totality, any healing that we do here, is not only going to help this quote-unquote mother planet, okay? But I want to focus on this planet because this is where we live and breathe at the moment. This is where we're doing our processing. And so this is what we can relate to for the most part. And so we're starting here. Oh, this is so adorable. What I saw immediately was the Rainbow Bridge got set up. You all know about that. And there was a platform created where... We all are around the planet, and we've created this platform. And the planet jumps on the platform. Now, the platform is above the planet, so it's not the planet itself. It is a symbol, like I always use, and I have symbols of individuals, as you know, that I work on. But here comes the planet. It's just sitting on the platform, and the platform is very, very... um, I mean, it's, it's just so cute. It's, like, very uh, helpful. It, it has this little dent in it so that the planet can sit on it without rolling off. Now, of course, that's probably something that 
that I'm projecting for my mind, but right now the planet is has a solid foundation on the um, on the platform. And this is definitely not what happened when I did this a month ago. So I have no clue what what I did a month ago, but this is what we're doing now. So, okay. So let's see what's going to happen from here. Okay, the first thing that I am feeling is tears, tears coming up from the planet, pouring off um, like water just being shed from the planet. So, of course, it's symbolic, but the planet itself is shedding um, a kind of, I don't, it's hard to not to anthropomorphize, but that's what I'm seeing and feeling, this grief the planetary grief. And the grief isn't just for itself. You might think, oh, it feels poor me. I'm being so trashed and hurt and abused. The grief literally is for the souls upon it. Now, you have to understand that mother planets are there to nourish the souls upon the planet. The At the soul level, the planet does feel or understand at some level. Again, I don't mean to anthropomorphize, but there is definitely a connection here and the planet is crying for the pain and the suffering for the souls upon it and it wouldn't just be for humans it would be for plants and animals and even the mineral kingdom so the planet itself is absolutely there's just shedding this grief and the the tears it's as if somebody has got a hose poured on top of the planet and all the water is falling on the platform but it isn't a hose it's coming from the planet itself it's like it's oozing symbolically these tears of grief and so i want to i want the planet i want all of us to encourage send the planet divine support and a sense of divine love divine understanding uh divine serenity and just divine permission and divine acceptance for the planet to to literally feel what it's feeling, to allow it to release and let go. And as the tears come out, oh, this is sort of interesting, I am seeing actually like faults in the planet. And as the tears coming, the faults are shifting. Now, this is just very interesting. I wouldn't, I can't make this stuff up, guys, but what I'm seeing is as more and more of the grief and the suffering are being let go of, there is shifting at these fault lines and the plate tectonics. And I want to put in divine WD-40, okay? WD-40, symbolically, whatever that energy would be, whatever those divine energies are, to go in and to allow the shifting to be gentle, to not be built, you know, the energy is built up and then this gigantic release and something big and huge like a volcano or an earthquake. We want to put in divine WD-40. Let's put in divine love. Let's put in divine um, divine release, um, divine balance. We want to put in whatever, known and unknown, and I don't know everything that's needed to help the planet move through its soul mind detox in a way that is more gentle, less intense for itself and for the souls upon it. Um, Okay. So it's still crying tears of grief and sorrow. There's a lot of suffering here. The suffering, again, would include suffering that it has experienced and suffering that the souls upon it has experienced. It is multiple levels of suffering, grief. Uh, There is some agony here. 
believe it or not, there's also some what I would call soul searching, some questioning of the self. Have I done all that I can for the souls I'm I'm housing? There's some, you know, I guess we would call it guilt, you know, some concern that maybe it didn't do enough um, or didn't think to do something at all. You know, the should have, would have, could have kind of thing and I don't get it exactly like that but that's the feeling I get that there is some worry and concern and some looking at itself and its own journey and how has it done its job in a good enough way that sort of thing it's really hard to put into words the sense that I'm getting but that is also coming up so let's just allow it to let go of all the questioning and we want to send it divine forgiveness divine understanding um, I don't know what else. I'm just asking the higher self to please move as much divine energy in through and around the planet as possible. Let me just see if I can see uh, what's happening with the new. Okay. My attention is being drawn to the weather patterns across the globe, um, and it's as if there is sort of the weather patterns in a way are reflective of the well, of more than one thing, but one of the things that are coming up is the emotional upheavals. Now, again, I don't mean to anthropomorphize, but how else can we do this, guys? I, I, don't, I don't know of another way. But there is emotionalizing that goes on. And I see anger. I see uh, and anger, in a way, is uh, expressing itself in volcanoes, that sort of thing. And maybe it seems a little obvious on the surface, but that's what I'm getting anyway, is that there is anger and frustration and that type of emotionalizing. So I want all of the anger to be released energetically so it doesn't necessarily have to create, you know, the volcanic situations to bring in balance. Let's continue to uh, also send in the divine balance. Um, okay, let me just see what's happening. Symbolically, I'm seeing ton of symbolic, symbolic volcanoes erupting. And it is, instead of tears, that's what I'm seeing to show some of the anger and the frustrations, some of the regrets and the, um, you know, stuff tied to that. I'm still getting, I want to see if we have an image for that self-blame, that self-attack and the self-questioning, the self-doubt. That just keeps coming up for me. And I want to see if there's another symbol that's coming I'm seeing a lot of smoke. That's all. That's what I can describe it, coming off all areas of the planet. And the smoke is a kind of confusion. It's kind of a dark, quote-unquote, thoughts about or beliefs about its role and how it was, how it worked, how it did for the humanities. Was it a good mother planet, so to speak? And so I'm seeing this smoke coming out from everywhere, moving into the light. So as these things move out, it goes into the light. They are being dissolved. Um, I'm already seeing the eruptions of those volcanoes slowing down, so to speak. 
very uh, very, very good sign. Uh, by the way, I want to hop back to each of you. You're working on your own inner soul mind detox. So if you see anger or doubt about the self, anything I've been anthropomorphizing about for the planet, we can also release in our own personal clearing and neutralizing. Um, okay, so there's a lot of smoke coming out. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of wind, a lot of wind, like tremendous storms. I want to say like monsoons, tornadoes, hurricanes, uh, blizzards, gales. I mean, just things that carry a lot of wind, uh, just just a tremendous amount of wind, and I'm not sure what this represents, but I want everyone to, if there's a lot of, uh, you know, I'm having a hard time putting words around this because it is really, how do you anthropomorphize wind? But whatever it is, I want the higher selves it's a lot of turmoil. That word comes up. I want turmoil to be let go, not only of the planet, but for each and every one of you that are listening. Turmoil, um, anxiety, fear, uh, all of that kind of thing. But Okay, the planet has fears as well. Fears of the unknown is definitely coming up. Uh, it is being pulled, as the higher self mentioned today, it's being pulled right along with that evolutionary shift, that evolutionary thrust. It's on that instinctive will frequency, so it's following right along. But it has enough consciousness to, uh, in whatever way a planet can have consciousness, to understand that it's been in a place it's never been before, that it's intense, and it does generate or trigger for the planet itself the, the, some fear elements. And that seems to be part of the turmoil that's going on. Self-doubt, again, questioning of the self. A lot of turmoil, a lot of turmoil about what's going to happen to the life forms that it has on the planet. Its turmoil is not just about itself, but for the others that it is nurturing and nourishing that it is bringing along and helping in their own evolutionary journey so there is a tremendous concern about the other souls on the planet um again i want to call on um a reminder that we're all divinely connected at this point in time and i want to call in divine connection divine connection of all souls divine balance and harmony we want to stand demonstrated balanced and harmonized with the planet and the planet with all the souls on it. Okay, so we're calling that and that the divine serenity, it really seems to be slowing the winds down, you know, and divine expanded, uh, divine vision and expanded perception and again, divine understanding and divine acceptance because each and every soul is the higher self point out many times we're all on our own timing and we're all at our own level if you speak about the humanities they're in their own evolutionary journey and there are different levels of humanity that have been processed 
uh, for each individual soul. And so, and same with the animal kingdom and the plant kingdom, etc. All the souls are processing at the level they're on, and they don't look the same. They look different, and they are different, and they're unique for each soul. And so, we want divine acceptance so that we can see and understand and accept it's a very you know the helicopter viewpoint level that that is what ha- what is happening and the higher self said we are going to reach the other side and we will be processing at the higher frequency level all change is, is the dissolving of the old and the recreating of the new and the center point is often seen as chaos And in that state of chaos, which we're in, in a sense, because the planet and all of us, we haven't reached the other side yet. And so the planet itself, some of that turmoil, is because it too is in that state of chaos. And I want to bring in divine acclamation for all of us. And that's, it's just pouring in. It's a beautiful energy. It's just permeating down through all of the souls and through the planet it's moving into the physical body of the planet itself and it's bringing like a very beautiful calming uh, gentle but very strong energy it kind of is revalidating and re-verifying that the planet for the planet and for all of us that we are strong we are up to the challenge, we will get to the other side. There's, a, it's kind of a divine reassurance is part of this energy, and um, it's really helping the planet itself. Okay. I'm just watching as the planet is processing these energies. I'm now just going to tune around and see how all the individuals are doing. And I can't see a freaking thing. All I can see is this brilliant light that we're all generating. And that is very much operational uh, with this process. I am being shown, the higher selves are showing me, um, it's as if they're giving me a peek at what's going on in the rest of the universe. And very something very similar to what we are talking about and working on on this planet is happening on on the other planets. And they're showing kind of like mini-me's, you know, mini-me of this planet. So I'm seeing, I don't know, I I, I can't say numbers-wise, but just tons of mini-me's out there. And they're all processing as well. And some of them are so far away. I hate to think, but they're probably in galaxies we are not even familiar with and haven't come up on our radar yet they're so far but uh, that's neither here nor there in essence they are showing me that the energies that we're processing and sending out there are helping I've also now been brought to my attention the astral workers that are in place around the earth that I have talked about before they have they're taking sort of front and center and they're letting me know that the energy, too, that we're generating is not only helping the planet itself and all of us individually in the Soul Mind Detox, but it is also facilitating and helping them with their job to neutralize the astral plane because of the, you know, the astral has that very powerful thought energy that is uh, accumulated from all of the humanities of all times. And so they are always appreciative when we send 
the light there because it does make their job easier, keeping in mind that the astral is recreated over and over and again on a moment-to-moment basis as the billions of humanities on the planet think, <laughs> speak, feel, uh, respond, act. You know, it, it affects the astral. So it is an ongoing job, and the more we can do to help it, the more light we per provide the better it is and so there is a tremendous amount of appreciation the souls that are the astro workers i do want to let you know they are fifth dimensionals in carrying the dual soul nature that have laid aside the body so they have the understanding and the connection to the true soul essence um, and the guidance from their own higher selves on this job because it it, at times can be quite dangerous because the energies there are very powerful but uh, they have it well in hand. And I do really, as I'm looking at the astral, they're pointing out to me, um, and I'm looking in amazement, the astral really is undergoing a tremendous shift. You know, when when I first got a visual of it, which wasn't right in the beginning, but when it it was so black-seeming because the, the negative layers were so huge, and it sort of drowned out the lighter layers that were symbolically on top of it. It carried the very positive energies. And now it's just, wow, what a difference. The bottom layer, the very bottom is like a medium gray. So you go up from there. It's just, they've just done a marvelous job. And they are indicating they couldn't have done it without the energy that we supply every week and uh, or in other ways we all supply those of us around the globe we supply it in other ways as well so they're getting help all the time from all of us and so they are showing appreciation here okay so let's just take a look and see what the planet oh that's a nice shift in symbol I'm seeing the planet symbolically like sit up straight now you know I see Images are symbols a lot of people who are bent over in despair or whatever, and then they sit up or then they stand up. Well, this time the planet seems bigger. It seems brighter. I'm seeing beautiful green be- coming from it. It's as if it's healthier. It's, it's carrying more balance and harmony, and things are able to grow better. Um, it's a lot of the toxins and the pollutants and uh, the residues and all of that have been cleared we haven't done it all, of course, but we have helped the planet in those simple ways that we did, the three different symbols that we got um, helped the planet. Remember, there's a lot of higher self energy and divine energy that's at work here. Uh, we don't have to do a lot. The divine energies know what to do, and they have really brought the planet to a higher level and has facilitated the planet's own journey. Okay. I want to just see if there's anything else. No, and with that, the higher selves are basically encompassing the totality of all the souls that have been involved in the healing in a kind of cocoon. It is the quote-unquote healing circle cocoon. It is a healing energy that each individual carries their own higher self, their own divine energy. If it's a mineral, it's carrying their own pure soul essence. So it's, it, it is generated from the pure soul essence energy, and it's going to help all of us, with, including the planet Earth, 
with the acclimation to not only to the Soul Mind Detox help that we gave it today, but also to acclimating to the evolutionary thrust and the healings, the releasings, the balancings will continue as long as the souls involved agree. Um, now, on the divine well, that'll happen as long as the uh, pure soul essence is connected to that energy in some way. I don't know exactly how it works, but um, okay. Well, the higher selves just say again, it depends on the soul's evolutionary level, how much processing it could take at any point in time, how much it's adjusted, and all of that. So there is um, that some sort of, uh, you know, difference in the soul's response and processing. And then the same at the human level and for all of us. So in any case, we are winding the healing down. The symbol of the pyramid has been uh, released or it's no longer there. The higher selves are indicating that any one of us can always move into the center of that pyramid at any point in time and have access to the totality of the originating source, all that it is, all the balance, all the harmony, all the healing, all the knowledge of all there is, and as it was, is, and is becoming. It is the totality energy field, and we can move into that anytime we wish. Okay. And with that, I going to actually wind it up fairly early today. I have to move <laughs> again and I also have some clients, uh, new clients from this area that I'm meeting with and so I've got kind of a bit to do but I will be with you next week and there should be a new show that one that I haven't done, one that I've actually mostly prepared before and just was unable to get, find the printer. But we, I was lucky. I had to repeat two shows. So, hey, that was worked out very well. Again, you need to t- get in touch with me, jvvmrichmond, jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. And please email me again. And also don't forget the podcast on your phones, guys. Also, it's on Blog Talk Radio. You can look for the archives for the Higher Self Voice Radio, uh, um, podcasts on your phones, Blog Talk, and you can also go to my website, Higher Self Voice. And with that, I'm going to wish you another wonderful week. I hope you're all having a good summer, or if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, I hope you're having a good uh, winter. (laughs) And With that, thank you again for being part of my show always. I love this community, and we are in it together, guys. Okay? All right, so I'll talk with you next week. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.